Hello, this is Jenny Eclair, and I am reporting for Older and Wider Podcast Duty. As you can imagine, Judith and I are not allowed together in the broom cupboard at the moment, and um, she's in Oxfordshire. I'm in London, so in typical middle-aged lady fashion, we are bringing you this uh, podcast. It would be by Carrier Pigeon if we had our way, but we're trying to do it by voice memos on our phones. So, It does lack a little bit of our togetherness, but you understand that. And we're doing what we can. What we are going to be experimenting with in the future is doing this by Zoom, uh, which is the new Skype. Uh, Obviously, we're struggling a little bit with this at the moment, but do bear with. Anyway, we're doing what we can. And uh, what we really want to do, obviously, is send you all our love and all our support. And anyway, I'm going to kick off the podcast with a question to Judith. And my question is, Judith, how was your Mother's Day? Uh, How was my Mother's Day? Well, my goodness, peculiar, very, very peculiar. Sienna came over and uh, sat in the garden a broom's distance apart, which I thought was quite apt, really, given my witch tendencies. Um, she wore a mask and she bought me some um, sort of anemones to go in the garden eventually, which I put in the greenhouse and a Mother's Day card, which I, can you believe this actually? I, I read it and washed my hands afterwards because everyone thought that was a good idea. It was absolutely lovely, lovely, lovely to see her and I could have eaten her up, um, but obviously didn't talk, didn't touch her um, or kiss her or, and that, isn't that weird? And we kind of caught ourselves a couple of times and oh no we can't do that it was very peculiar but very wonderful to see her um she bought her own cutlery and glass because um we brought a paid a plate of food out to her in the garden um and yes so she didn't stay long and we waved her off and um yeah waved her off with a tear in in my eye um yep but anyway, I saw her. I didn't see Ellen, unfortunately. But um, so how was yours, Jenny? It's a bloody good question. Um, I wonder if you saw Phoebe and I wonder if you spoke to your mum. How was yours? Well, my Mother's Day. Um, well, we went over to see Phoebe uh, in our car, Jeff and I, and we parked over the road and then we stood on the pavement, at least six feet away. And Phoebe opens her, she lives on the um, ground floor. She's got a ground floor flat. So she opened uh, her window, uh, her front window, and sat on the windowsill. And we just shouted at each other. Uh, And I took her a basket of craft goodies that I had spare. Oh, it's my Mother's Day, not hers. And she gave me a bag of leftover salad that wasn't quite on the turn. And, uh, oh, a very gratefully received bottle of Chardonnay that she had going spare. Um, So that was a very successful Mother's Day for me. And do you know what? It was a flying visit, but it was a successful visit. And I left before I started getting on her nerves. It might set the pattern for future mother uh mother's day days uh as my mother yeah i I call her every day and uh, i mean honestly that's sort of much tougher really because um the penny has totally dropped that things are very serious but she still wants to go out to get her own food 
Oh, uh, this is a continuing battle. I sent her, and thank you to everybody who's delivering things. Honestly, it's keeping the country going. I salute every single person who is still getting in their vans, taking parcels. I sent, was able to send my mother flowers and chocolates, and they arrived on the day, um, and that is wonderful. So, well done. God, there are some people doing some amazing things. And we probably said it before, but I think both you and I, Judith, know that if we had tested positive for coronavirus and got over it, we would be volunteering like a shot. But as it stands at the moment, we're, (laughs) I'm just hiding indoors. Anyway, it was an okay Mother's Day and uh, I did see her face and that was lovely. Jenny, absolutely. We will totally touch wood when we're at the other end and we've got presumably the badge or something which says we've had this bloody thing and we're okay. Um, yeah, you and I are going to be driving those delivery vans. Oh, actually, perhaps you better not do that. Um, you could find something else to do, I'm sure. Um, you know, we can, we can, we can get on out there and start helping. But just at the moment, yes, uh, I think we're both um, hiding away um, as much as anything else because our children are, t- are telling us to do that. Um, Right. So my next question to you, Jenny, in this remote podcast situation is, well, with everything cancelled in your diary, because I know you've had to cancel pretty much everything, like, well, everything, like all of us, um, you've got an empty diary. So uh, are you busy or are you lolling about? Well, I most certainly am not lolling about, young lady. You know, I've never been busier. I think that, for me, it's been quite important to uh, give myself tasks and structures. So I'm getting out of bed, I'm putting my face on, uh, and what I'm doing this week is that I'm actually changing. Rather than doing my yoga in my pyjamas, I'm changing into what I'm now referring to as my yoga pants, which are a pair of summer trousers that remind me of holidays. That's nice too. Uh, uh, But it, it makes me feel more like I'm going to a class if I put on a specific pair of yoga trousers. So I do that and I go and do some online uh, yoga with either Cold Chance or Adrienne. They're my two favourite girls. Um, And then the other thing, uh, as you know, I have made this (laughs) pact with myself. I don't know why I've done this, but I'm I'm painting something every day on postcard sized or any scrap of paper sized uh, paper. Um, and it can be a collage, it can be a sketch, it can be something that only takes 10 minutes, it can be something that takes an hour. Um, but it's, it's becoming slightly a rod for my own back, but I think it's good for me. Uh, Jeff and I are going for our designated stroll once a day, and we have a little route, and the blossom is beautiful, so that's nice. But yeah, do you know, and of course I'm cooking. I've never, oh God, that's hard work. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, Judith. How well, about you? Isn't it funny that we're both rushed off our feet? Uh, who would have guessed that? Um, I love the fact that you wear your, uh, you get into your yoga outfit to go and do uh, virtual yoga. And how lovely that they're reminding you of holidays. Yeah, holidays, remember them. Uh, And uh, I love the idea that you're going for a stroll with with Jeff. And yeah, the blossom is amazing, isn't it? It's just coming into its 
just beautiful phase. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Your, your thing of doing a daily painting. Well, I look forward to seeing it at, every, at the end of every single day. And of course, it goes on our Instagram, our new Instagram account, what we started. Um, and you do, you do some lovely stuff. But yeah, I am. Sometimes, you know, I get to about four o'clock and I think, oh, bloody hell, I'm glad I'm not doing what Jenny said. Because how would I find time to do a, a sort of painting now? God, I've still got stacks to do. Um, so, uh, so what am I doing? Well, what am I busy doing? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly busy, but uh, first of all, it's fantastic, but you know, like the phone's going all the time as in, you know, WhatsApps from people and the texts and the Instagram and, and all of that, you know, so it's, so there's all that busyness going on and looking at that. Um, and then people were ringing me, which of course is lovely, but I mean, I'm so ill prepared now to have a kind of proper conversation with people. Um, so that kind of holds me up in a nice way, in a lovely way. Um, and then I've got a lot on. I mean, I seriously have got a fuck of a lot on. And the thing I'm busiest doing at the minute is uh, basically I'm moving into the summer house. But rather than just bunging all my stuff in it, I've decided to like go through all the crap in my study, which has been accumulating for years, including lots of sort of memorabilia and things and kind of processing it, you know, ready for the summer house. So I've been doing that and I mean, it's, it's, it's been a huge task. Um, and I've had a massive throwaway. Uh, frustratingly, I emailed my accountant and said, how long do I have to keep my accounts for? And he took ages getting back to me. I mean, you know, he's got a life. <laughs> Uh, and I'm an incredibly sort of insignificant customer. Uh, so, yeah, it took him ages to come back. And, of course, yeah, impatient to get through that bit. I chucked a load of accounts away. And then he did respond, and I shouldn't have done. Uh, got to the, the bins too late. They'd gone. So that was a bit foolish. So let's hope I don't get a tax inspection. Um, and what else have I been busy doing? Yeah, oh, and I tell you the lovely thing is bits and pieces have turned up that I haven't seen for ages. Like... A gorgeous little thing that I must have given to my mother on Mother's Day, which she wrote on it. And in 1965, when I was, when I was, uh, no, 1960, when I was five, that's right. So I found that on Mother's Day, which was like finding this sort of jewel. Uh, and, and also I, f I found this fountain pen, which I haven't seen for years. It's a really nice fountain pen. I've also found some ink and I've now got, oh, it's gorgeous, the, the fountain pen. And I've got, I also, a, a, a clipboard turned up. Do you remember clipboards? See, so I've got, now I've got, now I've got my list of tasks and my to-do list on my clipboard with my fountain pen. And that's making my, you know, it's kind of, you know, making my work and my tasks really quite satisfying. So yeah, I'm bloody busy. I've got this fantastic image of your beautifully written uh, list of tasks and things to do all inky, inky in your ink pen on your clipboard. That is very funny. Um, yeah, we're so busy. Uh, I, don't, I don't think, though, that I could get through this without technology. How about you? Well, no. I mean, actually, technology is, uh, is what's getting us through. And social media, I, listen, we must never, ever say again, hey, social media, job with social media. Listen, social media is absolutely a lifesaver at the minute, isn't it? Uh, mind you, everyone's doing Zoom, including, uh, including us. Daisy quite uh, sensibly said that we should do a Zoom 
situation. And um, actually, Jenny, you were rather good at it. You got yourself all up and running very quickly, like like little Miss Perfect at the in the front in the front row. I'm the utter dunce. <laughs> Daisy, Daisy rang me, and oh god, I could hear that. I could hear the boys in the background saying because obviously she's working from home and she's got the boys. I could hear that. I could hear one of them saying, "Mummy's put the phone down. Mum, stop it. Put the phone down." God, I remember that happening, don't you? In fact, I remember once Alan Yentop ringing me at home, who was the controller of BBC Two. Very important when Sienna was tiny. And the only way I could shut her up, because I was supposed to be working from home, was to actually sprinkle caster sugar all over the kitchen floor, thinking, well, she'll probably lick it up. And she did. She licked it up for about 15 minutes while I held the call. Terrible, isn't it? Uh, Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, Zoom. Yeah, so Daisy rang me. And uh, so I basically had a special needs appointment. Oh, God. It was like, okay, what can you see on the screen? Right, okay, no, no, scroll up. No, can you see that? Oh, yeah, I can see that. Right, we'll press that. Oh, no, that doesn't work. Oh, that's strange. Well, wait a minute. Have you done this? Okay, let's just start again. And then, I, and then to cap it all, I lost my bloody password into Yahoo, which, of course, I haven't used for ages. Um, and then I had to get, you know, all that thing of sending it to my phone. But honestly, Daisy, you are an absolute angel. We have got on, on, we've sorted it. And I think we are now Zoomed up, aren't we, for a Zoom chat as part of this podcast. But bloody hell, that's hard. Listen, I tell you what, we have to stop using the internet, though, quite so much because there was somebody on Radio 2 this morning saying, if we're not careful, the whole bloody thing will crash. Just imagine that. And where we can, we ought to be using our landlines for voice calls and also where we can, we ought to be turning the internet off uh, here and there, like at night, to give it a rest. So that's worth that's worth bearing in mind. So yeah, three cheers for the internet and also three cheers for Daisy. Yes, I felt rather smug about getting my um, Zoom up and running. Uh, mind you, I have to say, I couldn't get Skype going for love and the money. And everyone goes, oh, Skype, Skype, Skype. Uh, the, what you've just said about um, the internet needing a rest now and again. Oh my God. That's just that's just triggered a whole new wave of panic because if the internet goes down, I, I don't know whether... <laughs> I mean, that's when the screaming really would start. Uh, but I'm doing non-technical things as well. I've actually been doing a bit of ironing, Judith, but I only really like doing hankies because they're easy, aren't they? Uh, because they're just squares. And I find that quite therapeutic. I'm quite happy to do hankies and tea towels, but that's about it. I don't want cuffs. I don't want collars. I don't want any nonsense. Thank you. Well, you ironing. God, you know, you're absolutely right. I always do the, the tea towels and the hankies and all those easy stuff first. And that is a real way of explaining my approach to life, which is just all the low-hanging fruit first. And then, you know, all the bloody, oh, the shirts. And bike has shirts that have button-down collars. They are infuriating. Should you undo them to, 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 to iron the sodding collar? Anyway, uh, you will be doing the complicated bits as well, surely. But you know what? There's probably a job to be had, isn't there, in the next life, assuming we get there, uh, of kind of, you know, being a chambermaid and filling those linen cupboards. You know those ones that you see a glimpse of as you, in the corridors on your way to your room in a hotel? Maybe there's, maybe, maybe there's, <laughs> maybe there's, maybe there's a great job there, Jenny, for you. You know, if everything, dry, everything else dries up, be quite good. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <sighs> Put yourself together, Judith. Right, okay. My next question to you, Jenny Claire, is... So, well, are you finding that your sort of beauty regime, I use the, I use the term loosely, is, is kind of normal or has it changed? As in, I don't know, hair washing, you know, personal, well, not personal hygiene, I hope, but, you know, has it changed? Before I answer your question, Judith, about my grooming, um, I used to be a chambermaid. I used to keep um, clean flats with my friend Jill Simpkin in St Anne's when we were 14. And we used to run the hoovers in the hall, right? We'd just keep them off. We wouldn't actually hoover. We'd just make the noise so it sounded like we were. And then they were holiday flats. We'd go in the sitting rooms of these holiday flats and we'd watched... Uh, there was a... Mark Bolan had a TV programme on Saturday mornings back then. And we'd just watch that. And then... We'd, we'd just have fags because everyone just smoked in those days and then we'd clean out the ashtrays and leave. Um, as my grooming, um, I'm well, I'm keeping myself tidy, but I'm very worried about the future uh, because, uh, obviously, like millions of us, I'm going to be confronted with my real hair colour. Um, Phoebe's already ordered dye online. Um, I haven't gone for the bleach yet, but I have ordered um, a professional hairdresser's a set of scissors, combs, razors. And this set, right, which I'm going to make Jeff do. He's going to be the hairdresser in the house. Jeffrey's. I'm going to go to Jeffrey's. Um, he is... It, it, this kit, right, that I ordered comes with a plastic cape. So I'm going to sit on the kitchen chair um, at a certain time next week. I'm going to make an appointment because he might be busy. And he's going to have to tend to my very difficult, sparse, thin hair. That's my biggest problem, is my hair. I'm still putting my face on. Uh, I've ordered more um, face paint, (laughs) war paint, as my mother used to call it, uh, because I cannot bear the idea of seeing me without it. What about you, Judith? Oh, God, the, the, the picture, the image of you and your friend Jill pretending to hoover and watching, watching TV. You scamps! Oh, that's a clever ruse, wasn't it? God, we were terrible, weren't we, when we were young? We never dare do anything like that now. What I think I would, anyway. Um, but, oh, God, the, the, you've got a... Uh, the hairdressing kit is... It sounds amazing with a cape. I am so fucking envious. I really am. Because, apart from anything else, I, I cut Mike's eyebrows because they've got, got really sort of Dennis Healy tendencies. So so I sat him down and said, oh, God, they need doing. Obviously, normally he has them done when he has his hair cut. So I got my, I got my kind of embroidery scissors out. <laughs> I had a real go at it. Really, really, really enjoyed it. It was like playing with my dolls. <laughs> It really reminded me of playing with Tressie Doll and, you know, cutting her hair, which I did cut it all off. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Because often he lets me do his kind of back. Oh, God, this is all getting a bit personal now, isn't it? But basically, he's lost most of his hair on his head. And it's all kind of down his arms and his back and his chest. And it's spiteful, isn't it, of God to do that? 
So, and there's an attachment on the back of his kind of electric razor, which kind of pops out <laughs> and you sort of hoover it up and it comes wafting down on the floor. But if I had a cape like you, Jenny, <laughs> God, hours of fun. I mean, just hours and hours of fun. <sighs> Might have to send off for one of those. You, do you tell me where you got it? So I'm loving that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the hair, well, the hair is less of a worry to, for me, um, because, well, I've got highlights, but yeah, that will be bad after a bit. But of course, the, the lip and chin is already a bit of a problem, uh, to say the least, because obviously the beauticians cancelled the appointments ages ago. So I, I rather cleverly, I thought, sent off for some of those kind of wax strips for facial hair, um, and got them out yesterday, um, for a kind of session. And uh, what's well, so sexual, doesn't it? Sorry, I don't know why I said that. And, um, oh, they're not very good. Or I haven't got the knack of them. Uh, they're really not very good at all. Although it's quite a pleasing sort of, you know, pastime. So I think I'm going to have to go big on the tweezers. I'm going to have to devote quite a lot of my day to this foraging. But I have found the right mirror in the house. that has got a really good light over the mirror. So, you know, I'm kind of all set up, really. Um, as for the beauty and the dressing, I'm just, I've realised that actually I'm, I've worn the same clothes for three days in a row. Obviously not under clothes. Kind of not bothering. It's terrible, isn't it? I think, I think, I think Mike and I might have to have... Um, Play date, not, not play dates, what are they called? Um, dinner dates? No. Um, oh, what are they called? You know, those things. Uh, dates with your partner. I forgot what they're called. Date nights, date nights. I might have to do that so to, to, to up the standards a bit on my part because I can see that that's really going to slide badly. So, yeah, there's quite a lot of slovenliness this end. Um, but anyway, I'm glad you keep yourself tidy. Oh, Judith. <laughs> oh, Judith, you're getting quite... Uh, you're letting yourself go, rather, even quicker than I am. Uh, but at least Mike isn't. At least you're keeping him tidy, and that's the main thing. Uh, right, uh, we've yacked on for quite a long time now, so I'm going to ask you one last question, uh, and that is, how are your nights? How are you sleeping? Uh, let me know. How am I sleeping? Well, I'm sleeping really, really badly. I suppose we'd have to be a bit weird, really, to be sleeping like a baby through this uh, or having had quite a lot of tamazepam. No, my nights are terrible. Uh, I'm sleeping in a different bedroom to Mike because he started his lockdown after me. So we're, we've got this kind of vague thing going on, which is we've got a clock ticking a slightly different kind of start point. It's got a different... So, yeah, so so that's odd. And, oh, I wake up all the time. Okay, actually, what I've taken to doing is it's like, I'm like a night worker. I come down at with two o'clock, four o'clock, and I start doing bits and pieces in my big sort out. Mind you, I've nearly got to the end of that now. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do. Have done a bit of ironing in the middle of the night just to kind of keep myself busy. Bit of audible, but I don't know. I'm just not getting into the audibles in the way I normally do. Need some tips from you. Uh, yeah, it's all a bit shit, isn't it, really? And I suppose, you know, when it works the best, I manage to have an afternoon kip to catch up on the sleep. And that's, that usually sees me through. Uh, I mean, I sort of had it by half past nine, ten o'clock on the sofa. Just absolutely fucking had it. And not really braving the news terribly much. Um, not at ten o'clock anyway. I have to do it a bit early, earlier. But I had the most awful dream, actually, the other day, which is totally, you might imagine, virus-related. Um, and, I, and actually, if the worry group was running and it hadn't been cancelled, which we've talked about before, this I th I've got a feeling this might have gone down quite well. Because basically, I, 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 I dreamt that I was making ventilators out of footballs. 
and party balloons because obviously, you know, they keep talking about the lack of ventilators. So, yeah, that's what I was doing. You know, I had a little bit of a, a kind of factory going on. And as far as I know, they were quite good. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you can do that. I don't know. It did remind me of, I don't know whether I've told you this before, but when, when we first took Sienna on a plane, when she was a tiny, tiny little toddler, I, I, I dressed her in her buoyancy swimming costume in case we came down on water. <laughs> this really is, actually looking back, it's completely dysfunctional. And people were looking at me. But I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to risk it because, well, everyone else is fiddling about trying to find those children's life jackets. I've got hers. Terrible. How about you, Jenny? How are you sleeping? <laughs> but can I just say, both your daughters uh, deserve to send their therapist bills to you. Uh, well, poor, poor Sienna. First of all, dressed in a flotation swimsuit to board a plane. And then because you've got, uh, as you told me earlier, an important call with Alan Yentob, forced to lick sugar off the floor. And I thought, I was the crap mother. All I did was drop a bit of cigarette ash on Phoebe's head now and again. Honestly, uh, sleeping. Well, I always sleep better than you. It's my special skill. But that I insist that's because I drink alcohol and you don't. And I'm still on my two glasses of wine. Uh, I don't stay up beyond 10 o'clock because... If I start watching the news, I reach for a third glass of wine and uh, and that's not good. Um, so mostly get to sleep quite easily, um, but then have the middle of the night horrors. At this point, um, I sort of make sure Jeff's a bit awake. I, I prod him till he's awake and then I go, I need book now. And book now means that we listen to another 15 minutes of our audible book our shared audible book which i can thoroughly recommend to take you all away from this uh is marion key's grown-ups um it's a big old irish family saga uh modern day and oh it just it's adorable it's not going to have you panicking about anything uh, to do with the corona and it'll just take you to another place that's my that's my bedtime tip uh, some of you will be having sex and stuff like that but <laughs> oh dear um, anyway maybe when you get back in the bedroom with Mike that'll be the solution for you don't know don't want to think about it oh dear terrible images in my head We've had a brilliant uh, email in from Rachel and she and her friend sort of play older and wider podcasts uh, and they call it younger and still wider pretend podcast. Ooh, this is getting a bit scary. Uh, and they sort of, yeah, they kind of role play, I think. Uh, and at some point we might read that one out because that's that's really quite something. And do you know what? I think Rachel's mother thinks, oh God, that the red umbrella that I claimed in inverted, comma, inverted commas from the lost property at the bus station in Oxford might be her mum's. Oh dear, I'll give you that back. Uh, Donna says that we like an up- uplifting bra. And then finally, just to end... We had a really, really clever question from Maria. She's called Maria263. That means she was born in 63 and she's very much part of the gang. And she said, OK, she'd like to know the three things that Jenny and I like about one another as friends. 
So um, Jenny's going to answer that next, but uh, that's a brilliant question. And I've been thinking about this. So my answer is the three things that I like about Jenny. I'm not, I'm not counting making me laugh. Okay. So that's a given, not counting that. Okay. Number one, uh, she always thinks the best of people. She's very, very good at giving people the benefit of the doubt. She's very kind of respectful. And whereas I might be a bit sort of bitchy and, uh, yeah, I think the worst of people, she's good. She said, well, you know, and that's a very, very nice quality, Jenny. I like that very much in you. Mm, Three things I like about Judith. Three. Okay. uh, Number one, I really like the way Judith gets things done. Uh, She's the least lazy person I know. She is always ready to start a new project and follow the project through. She is fearless in tackling the new and unknown. And that is very good for someone like me who can dither around and tit about. Um, And I owe her a huge deal. And I especially with Grumpy. I mean, we had no idea what we were heading into and she drove that. Uh, Good girl, Judith. Number two, the quality I like about Jenny is that she's hugely supportive. She ha- she She's incredibly encouraging. She's a much, 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 much better writer than me. And we've written a lot of things together and I kind of send off my things to her. And instead of, instead of, well, what she could do sometimes saying, Judith, look, this is really not good. Pull your socks up. She's kind of, well, no, I can see. Yes, yes, there are bits. And then when I do do something that she really likes, she's full of praise. So she's actually a very encouraging mentor, even though I'm older than her. Second thing I like about Judith is because uh, <laughs> she's like a grown-up sometimes and it feels quite big sisterly. Uh, and if I'm staying at her house, I feel really looked after. And I know that sounds really childish and weedy, but sometimes it's really nice to be looked after. So that's the second thing I really like about Judith. And my third thing that I like about her is that I'm infinitely better at housekeeping, as in, well, you know, general stuff around the house, uh, including cooking, than she is. So I like that one-upmanship that I've got over her, but I've got a horrible feeling she's catching up. And the third thing I like about Judith is she totally gets me, and I know that I'm annoying. And we know occasionally we'll get on each other's tits, but that's also okay because there's a very deep understanding that she has of how I tick and I hope ditto. Um, But I think that she's more tolerant of me um, because she's genuinely a tiny bit nicer. Oh, but mm, that she has her moments. (laughs) So we've come to the end of our podcast, gang. Um, So, listen, thanks ever so much for all your emails and messages on Twitter and Instagram. And, listen, it's fantastic to... It's fantastic for us to hear from you lot. And, listen, we have to do anything, everything we can to stay safe and to stay as sane as we possibly can. So lots and lots of love. Um, Goodbye from Jenny and me. And we'll see you next week. Bye.
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.